Hi everyone, welcome back to Tales of Grim. This is your host Tyler. And I'm Tori. And uh, today's going to be a very fun episode. We got back on research mode for the first time in a while, <laughs> instead of the fun little movie route. And today's episode is going to be told by our own Tori Mokri. And uh, Tori, do you want to say what we're going to be talking about today? So this is something that's very close to my heart, uh, because it is actually in my hometown of Long Beach. Today we're actually going to be talking about the Queen Mary. So when I'm talking about the Queen Mary, no, I'm not talking about Bloody Mary, and I'm not talking about the Queen of England. Um, I'm talking about the infamous haunted ship that resides in Long Beach, California. Now, when I was growing up, everyone knew about it, and it had fascinated me for some reason. I couldn't go down to the Pike or the Aquarium without seeing this huge ocean liner. And I loved hearing the ghost stories and the of the people that roamed the decks. I actually remember going there on a haunted tour with my family when I was like five um, and basically just clinging to my uncle's leg because I was so scared. But I still loved it. What intimidated you about the ship? What intimidated me? Yeah, you said you, you were like scared and hugging your uncle's leg. What, what scared you about it that young? Well, I was a five-year-old knowing that this was kind of like a ghost ship. Not all of us were like you, babe. I was just asking. <laughs> All right, go on. Continue. Tell us more about it. Um, and you know me. I were like royally freak out when anything like ghost or haunted related kind of comes up. Um, I get scared. But for some reason, I just connected more with the Queen Mary because of all the stories and maybe because it was more of like a hometown legend. I even started to love it so much that I think I was in my senior year of high school, so it was around 18, when I wanted to actually do this haunted tour and um, like this maze with my cousin. And unfortunately, I couldn't go because I was only 18 and it was a 21 and over because there was a stupid bar at the end. Not that I would have like had anything to drink anyway. Anyway, let's get into this. So way back in 1929, Cunard began plans for three new ships that would replace some of his North Atlantic like route ships. This included ship number 534, which would eventually become the Queen Mary. Now, I have to say that the history of this ship basically spelled out bad luck, and it all started when the Cunard Steamship Company merged with White Star Line. And you know what the White Star Line is most famous for, right? I do not. What is it? The White Star Line, unfortunately, is most famous for the Titanic, the RMS Atlantic, the RMS Republic of Nantucket, and the Britannic, all of which sank. Wow. Yeah. yeah, the only one I knew out of that was Titanic, but, uh... Well, I think we heard about the Britannic. It's, um, it's the sister ship to the Titanic, but it was more of a medical ship. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't um, know much about ships. <laughs> um, the Britannic, it didn't hit an iceberg, and it didn't hit any rocks or anything like that. Um, it actually hit a mine during wartime, um, so that's why it sunk, but it was brutal because for some reason nobody wanted to cut off the engines so as everyone was 
exiting the ship, like onto the lifeboat. Some were getting sucked into the propellers and. Oh my god. Yeah, that became a bloody mess. <laughs> ah, bloody mess. Bloody Mary, Queen Mary, it all connects, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so luckily, nothing else really happened between then and the Queen Mary's maiden voyage in 1936. Besides a few years where they had to stop production due to the Depression. And for three glorious years, the Grand Ocean Liner hosted the world's rich and famous across the Atlantic, which included the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, Clark Gable, Greta Garbo, and Sir Winston Churchill. So all these people were on the ship at the same time or separate times? I believe separate times. Gotcha. Yeah. There's basically a bunch of famous people that went on, on the, the ship. ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty famous people. Unfortunately, when World War II broke out in 1939, the luxurious travel ship was immediately converted into a troop ship known as the Grey Ghost. And she was actually painted a dab gray that would basically be easier to hide. During the war, her capacity was increased from 2,410 to 5,500. And by the end, she had carried more than 800,000 troops across the seas. She had even played a significant role in basically every major allied campaign, including the D-Day invasion. Really? Yeah, and she'd even survived a collision at sea, which I believe that was actually a smaller ship. I didn't find much on that, but I think it was like a smaller ship. But. So what is the size ratio for the Queen Mary compared to the Titanic? So the Queen Mary, overall, I believe it was 12 decks and it's a little over a thousand feet long. Okay. Where the Titanic was only nine decks, a little over 900 feet long. Okay, so the Queen Mary is bigger then. Oh, yes. Wow, didn't yeah. know that. It's also comparing the Titanic, which was made in the early 1900s, to... A more modern, quote, ship. Yeah, it's like a 20-year difference. Right. Um, if not more. So, basically, she was a tough-ass girl back then, and... Even towards the end of the war, she still played a significant role, making 13 voyages in 1946 called the Bride and Baby Voyages. Can you guess why it's called that? Um, they put a lot of brides and babies on the ship. Yes. Wow. <laughs> it's almost like it's in the name. <laughs> almost. Um, specifically, um, the Queen Mary actually transported more than 22,000 war brides and their children to the United States and Canada. Okay, now, so when you're saying war brides, my thought immediately went to, like, people in, like, wedding dresses with, like, a bunch of, like, submachine guns going to war. <laughs> I know that's not what it is. I know it's probably, you know, obviously the wives of, like, the soldiers or something. Of course. But I like to think it's a bunch of people in wedding dresses shooting people. <laughs> I mean, hey... There are some of the ghosts that are in white dresses, so could be. Maybe. <laughs> War Brides. Yeah. Should make that a movie. Oh my god, that would be so hilarious. <laughs> so when the war finally ended and her job was done, the Queen Mary was refurbished and she resumed her elegant cruises in July of 1947. Sadly, since air travel became more affordable, 
Um, the transatlantic cruises began falling out of fashion. In December 9th, 1969, she retired after 1,001 successful voyages. Over 1,000. Just that's, barely. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she became permanently docked as a museum and a hotel in Long Beach, where it still resides. Tyler, when you mix the terrors of war and at least 49 reported deaths, what do you get? Um, scary ship happening. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I love and hate you. <laughs> spooky shit, yeah. Spooky, spooky. With as many as 150 known spirits, some say that the Queen Mary is the most haunted place in the world. It's so famous that any paranormal investigation show, including Ghost Adventures and BuzzFeed Unsolved, have done episodes on it. Basically, if you want to become a paranormal investigator, you have to go to the Queen Mary. Alright, so what you're saying is we need to go to the Queen Mary and start our investigation careers. I mean, yes. Excellent. And they actually have rooms that we can stay in. I want that. And those haunted tours and... I'm 100% down. Yeah. You've already sold me. I believe one of the most idiotic ghosts that have ever been recorded is that of the 18-year-old crew member, John Petter also known as Half Hatch Harry. You called him an idiot ghost? Why is he an you'll idiot? See, you'll see why. So the story goes that during a routine watertight door drill in 1966, the young crew member was messing around with his friend and they decided to play chicken while the door was closing. <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know, when one of these doors is closing, it takes a lot of time for them to actually close because they're so heavy. Um, and as the door was closing, the two of them would jump back and forth, you know, playing chicken and all of that. Trying it's, to see who would get closest to being caught without being caught. It's like that scene in the movie Stand By Me by Stephen King. Uh, it's like the kids that are playing chicken with the train and like they're jumping off the train tracks right before the train hits them. Yeah. Wow. Basically. Except the first kid that died, but you know, premise of the movie. Well, sadly, John actually drew the short straw and got crushed to death. And now you can see him in his blue coveralls and beard walking the length of the shaft alley before disappearing by door 13. Is it really drawing the short straw if, like, he kept constantly no. doing it? <laughs> no, that's why I call it the most idiotic. I'm pretty sure the ghost is scary, but it, it's just the way that he died is just... I bet that would have been, like, the internet challenge of the year <laughs> if the internet was back oh my God. that time. <laughs> Instead of Tide Pods, it's, it's going between closed doors. Yep. So I'm guessing he sticks around mostly because of his idiotic death. But people have also seen the ghost of John Henry in the boiler room, where he tragically died and where his remains were found. Nobody really knows what he died of that I could at least find, but an additional sighting is that of a man named Grumpy the Growling Ghost. I like it. I love <laughs> I the alliteration. Grumpy the Growling Ghost, I love it. Triple now, G. Now, nobody really knows who this ghost was when they were alive, so it could still be John Henry, or it could be the ghost of Door 13, 
uh, Mr. John Petter, but nobody really knows. Um, all we know is that this ghost likes to growl at visitors in the boiling room, and he likes spending time under, or in a room under the stairs by the first class swimming pool. Are you sure this isn't like a ghost dog? Pretty sure. All right. He more sounds like a grumpy ass janitor to me that died ah. somehow. Sounds like a dog. Someone that's growling and just sleeps under the stairs. Because, like, why not? That's what dogs do. <laughs> nah, it seems more like Oscar, Oscar the Grouch to me. Ooh. But instead of a trash can, he has a, uh, a stairwell. Exactly. <laughs> now, way above the engine room are two more hot spots for ghosts. The first and second class swimming pools. Though neither of them are used today and have... In fact, been closed for over three decades, you can still see and hear women in their 1930s swimsuits near the pool decks. People have also reported the sounds of splashing when no one is there, and have seen wet footprints leading from the decks to the changing rooms. But perhaps the saddest of those are the two little girls, Jackie or Jacqueline Torin, and Sarah. While Sarah is usually seen by the first-class pool clutching a teddy bear, Jackie has reportedly been everywhere from the Royal Theatre to the third-class nursery, and most notably, the second-class pool. Stories say that Jackie drowned in the pool during the ship's sailing days and is still looking for her mother, though I guess she's not unhappy since you can still hear the girl laughing and singing at times. Now, while I believe that the little girl is definitely there, as she is one of the most famous of the ship's ghosts, uh, Cher Garman, a author and paranormal investigator, has also pointed out that there are no known drownings that have ever occurred on the ship. But, you know, documents can get lost and people's deaths cannot be recorded, apparently. I say cover-up. Now, it could be a cover-up. Because, after all, there is another story that revolves around both girls being murdered by Grumpy. Oh, getting some plot twist <laughs> up in here. Some stories go as far as to say that Sarah was actually Jackie's guardian and possibly an older sister with a temper. Because one paranormal investigator actually reported being slapped by Sarah. Was it like a shot? What? I'm so confused. How? I, I don't know. I feel like it was like a random guy named Jeff that probably ran up and slapped him and then took <sighs> off. And then they were like, turned around, didn't see anyone. They were like, oh my god, ghosts. Now, apparently this is an actual paranormal investigator. I couldn't really find his name. But it... he said that he got slapped. Interesting. But he didn't see anything? Did you find... I kind of yeah. want to slap him now. <laughs> for not leaving us with more information on this. He's just being slapped by a little girl. I... He had it coming. That's what he gets. <laughs> he only had himself to blame. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, another young woman that refuses to leave the ship resides in the Queen's Salon. In the shadows of the corner of the room, you might be able to spot the beautiful young woman in an elegant white evening gown as she dances alone. That's just sad. She's dancing by herself. Maybe she's one of the brides. Ooh, all right, I'm for it. <laughs> War brides. Mean, yeah, she's dancing in a nice white dress. Maybe she met her sweetheart and is now waiting for him. Amazing. Keep going. I'm, I'm here it. for it. 
In addition to all of these sightings, there have also been odd occurrences that have happened in a number of the staterooms. This includes the usual things of knocking indoors when there's no one there, phones ringing in the early morning where there's no one at the end of the line, water and lights turning on and off of their own free will, you know, high-pitched squeals, temperature changes, odd aromas. Uh, but it also includes reports of a tall, dark-haired man in a 1930s-style suit and the cry of an infant that is thought to have died shortly after birth. Wow. In fact, one of the most famous rooms, which was also closed to the public until recently, is Suite B340. Though the whole deck is said to be haunted, this room is said to be where a crew member was actually murdered. Oh, by who? No one knows. They just found him dead? Yeah. What? <laughs> no explanation. You're on a boat. You just open the room and he's just dead? He's just dead. Wow. Obviously, is... there was some sign where he didn't commit suicide, but it was more of a murder. Well, what, what was the cause of death? You, it didn't say. You didn't find it? I could not find it. Dang. No. So if any of you know his cause of death or any more little details that we might have missed. And do we know this guy's name? No. No, Dang. it didn't say. It just said that he was a crew member. Someone that worked on the ship found dead. Just, yeah. Wow. In that specific room. Some shenanigans up in here. Yeah. It was so haunted that the crew actually shut the room down and nobody was able to go in there until very recently when people who love hauntings and all of that stuff wanted to actually stay in it. And they had so many complaints that they couldn't go in the room that they eventually just reopened it. So now people can stay in the room. Amazing, because I would stay in that room. If I'm going to, the mo to like the most haunted place, I want to stay in the most haunted room. Well, then you're going to be staying without me. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I'll do it. Set up some cameras. I'll paranormal activity the crap out of this. Yeah? Yeah. All of these stories are actually just the tip of the paranormal iceberg that is the Queen Mary. So what do you think? I think it's ghost ship. Just ghost ship? Ghost ship. Just Not ghost a ship. ghost ship. Ghost ship. Like the movie? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> actually, no. I really don't like that movie. <laughs> Eh, could have been better. I kind of liked it, especially that opening scene. Oh, uh, the best scene in the movie. Like, it's yes. a very brutal scene. Other than that, the movie is just like... Uh... Yeah. But no, the Queen Mary, very fascinating. Definitely learned a lot from that. I love War Brides. I think I'm gonna write a script called War Brides now. I would love it. I, I'm for it. I, I fully support Comedy, it. Comedy action movie. Yeah. Period piece. I, it has all the things that you need. <laughs> Love, romance, tragedy, girl ending up dancing alone as a ghost in the ballroom. <laughs> oh my god. Just, she dances alone waiting for her partner to come along. That's so sad. What do you think is the uh, the creepiest ghost there? Maybe the murdered crew member? I mean, there has to be some reason why they closed the door down, or right. closed the room down. I think the uh, unexplained drowning of the little girl is interesting. That could just be an entire hoax, because apparently no one died, but... They up. have a. They have no record of anyone dying okay. or of anyone drowning in the pools. And I mean, that's so fascinating when ships just have pools on them. Like you're already on the ocean, and now you're on a pool. It's kind of cool. You're in the water while on the water. I like it. It's mind bending. It is. 
all of those like war vets as well that were going uh, to and from like the war I can bet most of them were injured and some of them probably died on deck oh definitely all the people being transported there were probably so many deaths on that ship I like that's one of those things where it's like I completely would believe like that place is haunted compared to other places like same with cemeteries with like any of like you know like the confederacy u.s war cemeteries oh yeah would not doubt if those places are haunted with the amount of battles that happened because they died violent deaths oh yeah tortured probably and like those old bullets those are hurt i mean any bullet would hurt but like they were not meant to like insta kill like how we have it now it's like those are slow bleeding deaths yeah no and I believe the captain's suite is actually also haunted by the last known captain of the ship. Ooh, what's, do you know the captain's name? I could probably look it up, but I didn't write it down, sadly. Hmm, understandable. I know. I think that's uh, going to conclude our episode on the Queen Mary, unless you have any final thoughts. Well, I know I definitely want to, if COVID is actually over or quarantine is over by then. I do want to do that uh, haunted maze at the Queen Mary. I think that would be a lot of fun. You hate haunted mazes. You never want to do them with me. Yeah, but this is also the Queen Mary. I'm, I'm not complaining because I definitely want to do it, but Tori hates scary mazes. I do. That, that just goes to show how close the Queen Mary is to me. Because you grew up in the town? Yeah. I remember, for some reason, going through... And I remember, like, water pouring into, like, this huge room. Um, and we were walking this, like, metal platform. And I think it was supposed to simulate, like, during war times, how, like, the water would come in the ship. Mm -hmm. um, like, if it was being blown up. But then I also, for some reason, remember a bloody shower. Yeah, I don't... I don't know if that goes towards one of, like, if there's a separate, like, pool murder of someone who was killed in the shower, wow. or if that's what? maybe the crew member in room B3-4. Talk about, like, a creepy thing on a tour. Just, oh yeah, you know, here's the ship, here's the history, bloody shower. Death shower. <laughs> okay. Again, I was, like, five years old. Don't know if that's just my, like, overactive imagination, but I, speci <laughs> I specifically remember that for some reason. Wow, maybe you actually had a paranormal, like, encounter, and... Maybe. That would be interesting. Like the little kid in The Shining. I mean, if you think about it, like, young children are, like, the best to have paranormal encounters with, if you're a ghost. Because their mind is so open and innocent. Well, that, and they're not going to really remember when they go older. Mmm, that's true. And if a child says, like, Mommy, ghost! He's all bloody! The mom's not going to really think, think it's much real. of it. Well, we should definitely do more research episodes. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're fun. They're entertaining. So, what do you think should be coming next? Uh, I'm not gonna say, you know? I have some ideas kicked around. I'm working on another uh, monster one right now. So, hopefully Ooh. that'll be the next one. Hopefully it's nice and scary. Maybe. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, everyone, be sure to check out our Instagram account and our Patreon and our newly made Twitter account, Tilsgram. And again, if you guys have any ideas of any haunted areas or any monsters that you want us to do research on, um, we will be happy to do that. Just like, subscribe, and comment what you want us to like research. Yeah, and let us know uh, some of your scary Queen Mary 
stories. Actually, I'm really kind of curious if anyone else had any ghostly encounters while touring the ship. That'd be awesome to hear. Let us know. I would love it. Message us on Twitter or Instagram. We're for it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Good night. See ya.